When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Thanks again to another exciting edition of the Talking Real Money radio show and then eventually podcast. Yes, we're trying to help people all over America and around the world manage money better by doing things that are smart, not dumb. And um, although there is, we do have some disagreement with many of you as to what is smart and what is dumb. If you want to call us and discuss those kind of things, and you know, you very well might today, I'm just kind of guessing, 855-935-TALK is our phone number. That's 855-935-8255. It's easy to call. We got lines open. We got somebody's going to answer the phone, put you on the line with us. We're going to talk on Saturday. That's what we do every Saturday. Now, to get us started, Tom is going to introduce today's controversial topic with a letter from a listener. This comes from Nick in Wisconsin. He writes, well, here we go. After years of hype and speculation, the SEC, Securities and Exchange Commission, has now approved Bitcoin exchange-traded funds. Your listeners know how Don and Tom feel about Bitcoin. But now that Bitcoin ETFs are coming to market, has anything changed for you guys? Will your firm be offering these investments to your clients? Is there ever a time to invest in these? Where do you all see this going now? <laughs> really? You want us to do this again? Really? Seriously? You're going you're to ask us to do this? Are you a glutton for punishment, Nick? All right. Let's start at the very beginning. What was the very first question he asked? The very first question he Let's asked are, uh, will your is, firm be offering these investments to your will clients? Will Appella Wealth yep. be offering these investments to clients? Yeah, Tom. That was the, uh, the answer to that is a resounding no. No. Absolutely no. no. Pardon No. Me. Okay, what was the other question? Is there a time to invest in these? Tom, the answer, please. I'm pretty sure. I, uh, no. I'm letting you get in trouble this time. <laughs> no, 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 no. Then Ever. Says, There's never a time to then, invest in these. And no is supposed to be your guiding word. Mine is it optimism. Is. I'm just um, and then he said, maybe you can take this one. Where do you mm. see all this going now? <laughs> well, okay. Let's talk about where it's gone. Because really, I, where it's going, I can't know. I just have an opinion. I don't know anything about the future, but I do know, looking back, that we had a lot of excitement about Bitcoin a couple of years ago, and it got up into the $60,000 range per Bitcoin for a while. Then it plummeted. Then, on the rumor, and there's an old adage on Wall Street that says, buy the rumor, sell the news. Buy on the rumor, sell on the news. So, on the rumor of the possible SEC approval of spot Bitcoin ETFs, the price of Bitcoin has soared. Now, 
Has it soared back to where it was two years ago? Not even close. 60 some odd thousand dollars then, 42000 now? Uh, it still sounds to me like about a third lower, doesn't it? It is a third lower. I, I mean, here's another thing to consider in terms of numbers, though, that I would push back on, and that is $4.6 billion that people put into these new exchange-traded funds offered by BlackRock, Invesco, Fidelity, Grayscale, ARK Investment. Oh, by the way, our friends at Vanguard, turns out they do have a backbone. They said no. But Charles Schwab is allowing trading of Bitcoin ETFs on yeah. their platform. So, But they also, here's the thing. I'm not going to get upset with Charles Schwab for saying, I'll make money off these idiots. I mean, they, they, they allow you to trade options and futures they contracts, yes, which are all pure gambling. So what do we think of the future of Bitcoin? Well, where's this all going? Don? Where, where is, is this all going, all going Tom? Yes. Um, it is going to continue uh, as long as there are people willing to gamble. And when I'm, you I'm not, buy, when you buy, I'm not saying it's going to totally go away, but there's right, no reason it for it to exist. It's a gamble on a gamble. But when you buy an exchange-traded fund that holds Bitcoin, they don't really hold Bitcoin, or do they? It's spot price, correct? No, they, they own Bitcoin. They do. So how do yeah. they go about owning that? They buy it. Right. From where? From other Bitcoin holders. Yeah. That's, uh, okay. That's where uh -huh. I get a little shaky about Yeah, the see, that's thing, the uh -huh. spot. Well, because they're yeah. buying it on the open market. So they're getting the go. spot price. And if you're selling, you're going to get what all those Bitcoin they purchased are worth at that moment. Uh, but the reality is, well, let's spend a little more time on that right after this. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Are talking real money. All right, we're going to spend just another minute here on Bitcoin. Our phone number, by the way, is 855-935-TALK. Just another minute on Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in general. Okay, one, the only cryptocurrency that really has any negligible value is Bitcoin. Bitcoin's total market value, Tom, is under a trillion dollars, which Still is under a trillion. way and too let's, high. Let's give that some... Well, that's what I got. I got perspective. No, no. <laughs> I know, but okay. How how much do have people to have invested in you know stocks in the United States? That's Four, forty six trillion. Okay, so it's still a pretty how, small how much, number. How much is all the gold worth in the world? Twelve a, trillion. I was going to say twelve or twenty. But okay. you want to yeah. you want to hear a great number against mm -hmm. which to compare that? Yeah. How much money is gambled just in Las Vegas every year? Every just year. 
in Las Vegas. Twenty Just, trillion. Well, no, eight, eight, eight. All right. well, I was thinking big. Eight, I'm going eight down billion, in a few weeks. Billion, I was thinking I might billion. take your four hundred one k or something. But so. but what I'm saying is, um, you know, you could gamble on Bitcoin. And you're, let's just say for a, few, a couple of years ago, you went to the Bitcoin casino and you gambled $60,000 over, and instead of it uh, being years, it was just days or minutes. And, you know, a few minutes later, you were down to like $18,000 and you kept gambling and gambling over the next few days. And finally, you got up to $42,000. Are you feeling like a winner yet? No, you're not. Yeah. Okay, but here's, here's the other question before we go to the callers. Yeah. How long until mainstream advisors are using ETFs with Bitcoin ETFs. How long? It won't, there, there will be people popping oh, up. Quickly. Oh, oh, there will, there will be, but again, the reality is it rose on the rumor. It could be sold off on the news because I would guess there are a lot of very smart people who own Bitcoin and are tr and have been trying to turn a profit on it and are now in a profitable position. And yet they, too, realize that in reality, it's still right now pretty much good for nothing. It's good for nothing. El Salvador drug dealing, there. El Salvador. Drug, drug dealing, dealing, arms dealing, hiring hitmen. You yeah. know, great. If you're going to be in those, <laughs> crypto is the place to be. Uh, so our, our opinion hasn't changed. Why would our opinion change just because the SEC caved, which I think they did? I think they did, too. Political pressure got the better. Political pressure. 855-935-8255 to talk about money. What's your opinion on Cripcoin? Cripcoin. Cripcoin? Cripcoin. I'm going to make a Cripcoin. Oh, they probably already done it, and it's a gang, and you don't want to get in trouble with the Crips. All right, let's go. Martin, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Yes, good afternoon, guys. Just a quick question. I opened Roth IRAs for my two teenage kids. They'll probably put maybe two or three K a year. No matching from mom and dad right now. What do you recommend? Target date fund or BT, BTI? I, none. <laughs> Actually. Uh, okay, so but let's just go through those and unpack that a bit. A target date fund. Uh, for a young person is going to be 90 to 100 percent in stocks. The challenge is what kind of stocks are going to be there. It's going to be mostly U.S. and mostly large stocks. VTI, of course, is uh, now VT is the U.S. market, right, Don? I was in that. Yes. That's VTI. No, no, VT is the globe. VTI is the that's U.S. Right. VTI VT. is the U.S. So if I had to pick between those, I'd pick VT. But if I was yep. picking one, that those wouldn't be the ones. I would pick either Avantis's product, the Avantis Global Equity Fund, which is all stocks and has a tilt towards smaller in value. I believe that's AVGE. Dimensional that's Funds has a similar product, DFAW, which is also a globally diversified 100% stock portfolio. And I think for my 15-year-old, she has it all in AVGE uh, in her Roth. So I think that's... Uh, I. Do I expect hugely outsized returns over no. the Vanguard product? No, but I think over time it probably makes a bit of a difference, yes. And over the kind of time they have, Martin, they have lots. I mean, decades. Correct. Yeah, like and I'm glad you're starting on them. That's awesome. I mean, that's terrific. Absolutely like five terrific. five decades. They're not going to – by the time they're in their 30s, they're not even going to have to save for retirement anymore, maybe 40s. It's just, like, ridiculous. They've got five decades, and you and I have five minutes, so we better yeah, get to about. it. Yeah, so. about. 
All right. Anything else, Martin, sir? That is it. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you being there. Thanks for the call. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-825. Say to give the number, and then you interrupt me giving yeah, the number. No, it's 855-935-8255. Go back. No, so I th- <laughs> no it, truly, it, to get some, but not just the fact that you get them started. The fact that they hopefully learn what investing is, a little enough about stocks, that kind of thing. But you made that point, which is t- absolutely, if you say for the first 10 or 15 years of your working life from your late teens to 30 something you may never have to save again because you have so many decades of compounding now we're not telling you not to but that's such a it's such such a reward so if you can do that for a young person i know we talked about this over the holidays but if you can do it anytime a young person is working and start their roth ira Wow, you're giving them a huge, huge head start. Really are. Uh, yeah, it really does make a, a, a huge difference in their life. As a matter of fact, if you were to do, let's see, what's the contribution now? 6000 to no, a Roth? No, 7000 for a Roth. For, for a young for under, person? Under 50, yeah, over 50, it's 8000 See, I can't even keep up. They keep no, raising they, they the number. They do this every year to test us to see if we're paying attention or something. And I'm not. So, yeah. I'm not. I don't pay that much attention. Yeah, 7000 But uh, So for if people, they eight. just did it, if they just did it for 10 years and then stopped, stopped completely, you never added another penny. Hold on, I want to make sure I get rid of that. None. Get rid of I the penny because that might I'm getting rid of make the a penny. difference. Yeah, okay. And yeah. then uh, left that money there for 40 years in the stock market. I'm just going to assume 9% on the stock market. I'm going to use that kind of a historic number. I'm yeah. just, it's just a, it's a hypothetical. It's not real, whatever. Anyway, and, and you did that. You just did that. You, you put it in for 10 years That's at 9% it. per year. And? And then you left that amount. In the Roth, and you never add it again for the next 40 years. And? Again, the assumption is 9%. We're talking. Real well, money. Well, we're talking real money. Yeah. We're talking 50 years later, $6 million oh, from $7,000 yeah, a year. Uh, yeah, that is insane. That literally, that just six, seems six, crazy. Six, that's why I said in your 30s, yeah, you I don't know. have to save anymore. I know. No. That's that's great. That's if a, you and, do, though, let's just say you well, do. No, and, and here's the other part of that. If you do it in a Roth, guess what? It's tax-free. $6 million with no taxation? Wow. There's an advantage. And crazy. if you keep adding 7000 a year... For the next forty years, you pretty much own the globe. You're nine, got more nine, money than nine million dollars. That's nuts. Yeah, don't. But you it shows wish... you that early start. It just the, makes it's a huge all about the early yeah, start. Don't really you is. wish we were smart enough to have done mm. that, or go back in time? I wish we. But there again, we didn't have anything. Anything. There was nothing good. And there was no Roth IRA then. There were no Roth IRAs. Mm-hmm. You know, to to set up an account for a kid required all kinds of complexity. Yeah. You had to difficult. do a UGMA, and then the kid yep. owned the assets. And I know, go buy know. a car at eighteen. That's exactly. So today we do in terms of investing, and you know, I've been meaning to talk about this for a while. This should be a topic. We live literally in terms of investing in the best of times. It's the golden years. I it mean, has truly, never yeah. been so easy to invest, and there have never been so many high-quality products, and there have never been fees this low. This is marvelous for investors. I mean, I'm shocked in my 30-some-odd years doing financial talk 
how dramatically, just over that period, this industry has changed. 855-935-TALK. Call us. We'd love to talk. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Really, that's what we really truly do all the time because, well, there's this this thing you need uh, in life and you need it almost all the time and that little thing is money. So we encourage you to ask us questions on the show. You can call us every Saturday from noon to 2 Pacific time, 3 to 5 Eastern at 855-935-TALK. You can send questions in. You can even record them at TalkingRealMoney.com or you can do this. This is what Tom likes. For some reason, he loves it when you type them in. I'm old school. Because then he gets to read them. I kind of like that. Uh, this comes from Yvonne in Vancouver, Washington. She writes, hello, uh, what are your thoughts on these four fixed index annuities? And then she goes through the, <laughs> I didn't think we'd get to the title of any of them. Uh, we'll mention one of them because I think we, this came up before, the North American Secure Horizon of North America. The why am I promoting these? The Strategic Growth 7 annuity of security benefit. The North American Secure Horizon Choice Five. I have not purchased them yet, but I have an advisor who says he's a fiduciary, suggesting I buy them for future income and tax savings, along with some CD ladders and some kind of tax fund. Well, he's a liar uh, first, and I can say that without uh, equivocation, because when he is selling you an indexed annuity, he is not acting as a fiduciary, period. Anytime you're selling something with a commission and fees that are not fully disclosed in advance and he's getting a big fat commission, I bet he tells you he, did, he isn't, but he is, he's getting a huge commission, uh, then he's not a fiduciary. But here's the problem. People lie, particularly when money is involved. Sometimes they even believe their own lies. You ever heard of a person believing their own lies? Shocking. Not this year. Let's not go there. But in okay. every single yeah. case of these four annuities, they are all incredibly complex vehicles. You do not get the return of the market. That's a big lie. That's what they tell you. But if you read the paperwork, you'll find you get a participation rate up to a cap. And the participation rate up to a cap on an index you may never have heard of or All many, of which is right? designed to make sure that the insurance company always wins and you don't. Because, While paying them more, yes. Right. And the and the generally speaking, the commissions on these things run probably at the low side, five percent. I've seen them as high as ten. Generally speaking, find out what the first year surrender charge is. That's gonna be somewhere near the commission they get. And again, I, this is a question for you, Yvonne, is why do you need an annuity? Why are you buying this no, product? Why are you interested? She's not. She was pitched to this product, okay. Dom. I'm she did asking. not seek yep. this person out. This Most person is giving her four incredibly complicated choices with probably a 200-page disclosure document that no mere mortal can understand. As a matter of fact, I bet the agent doesn't fully know what's in the disclosure document. The returns you can actually expect based on past performance are probably close to a very conservative balanced fund at the high end, uh, a bond fund at the low end. 
There are no special gifts, no presents, no massive, amazing tax benefit. There is nothing to these. They are sold, not bought, and they are sold by people who don't have a problem lying to their clients. Because I ch- I have asked, and I have, have you ever heard a single person say, oh, yeah, they told me about that fixed index annuity, and they told me how much their commission was? Well, I've never sold- heard anybody waking up and saying, I got to go run a fixed, go run and buy a fixed income annuity. No, so, um, index annuity, pardon me. So, again, but remember, $360 billion worth of these were sold last year. And so, Apparently, people are either very susceptible to the sales charge or feel it's no, a good product. No, it's the of some pitch. Kind. The pitch is wonderful. Get the returns of the market with no downside risk. That is a lie. If you could, if I could, Tom, if you could get the return of the stock market, average annual return over the last hundred years, close to what nine percent in the yeah, nine I'll to say ten nine range. Half, yeah, okay. yeah, okay. If you could get that return going forward. Whatever the stock market delivered from going forward, we don't know what that is. But if you can get that return and no downside risk whatsoever, you're a smart person. What would you do? Well, I'd buy it and I'd take all my money out of stocks. There'd be no reason to take the risk of putting money in the stock markets. As would every other investor on the planet. Why would the stock market... the, The stock market has no reason to exist anymore because... Well, you can get the return without being in it. You, you see how illogical all of this is? I mean, it just truly defies logic. There is no common sense. It is a lying sales pitch. Tom and Don are talking real money. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. We got, we got some hot topics going this hour. Boy, we got, do we ever. Uh, cryptocurrencies and annuities, uh, both of which are just, I think, are filled with hype and lies. I really do. I think both are. But there are, Tom, you've, you've heard of the annuity guys, haven't you? Yes. Or, yeah, annuity, annuity guys. guy, I think. No, it's annuityguys.org. Okay. There yes. are a couple of guys who are, quote, oh, advisors. Stan the annuity man, I think. It's, Stan I the annuity man. It. These yeah, are the two side, advisors yeah. who say they specialize in retirement planning. Uh, they do actually offer some annuity products. However, this article was from a while ago. I can't remember. I'd seen it. Uh, oh, a year ago. And I think this is this is this gets to it so succinctly, and they use the exact same word I used, Tom. The five, the top five annuity lies. Same word, number one, hybrid and fixed indexed annuities earn market returns with no downside. They do, in fact, they say, have no downside risk. This is, but it's mostly a lie because they're designed to capture only a portion of the market upside while protecting the principal from loss. They do not capture all of the returns. Then sometimes an agent will say, "Oh no, but we've got an uncapped index strategy. Ooh, there is no up. cap on it." Now sure. you're thinking, "Wow, that sounds really good." Hmm. These guys say that's mostly a lie. Uncapped is should be unlimited but it is not in the case of uncapped annuity index index annuities uncapped indexes typically have a breaking mechanism designed to hedge against the insurance company losing money volatility control features that automatically move to other options when the volatility formula is triggered 
And they also have fees and other features that limit the potential growth. So they hide stuff away in the prospectus. This is one I love. This is not indexed annuities, but Tom, the when they you've heard them, they're saying, well, you get a 7% floor. You're going to get a 7% rate. Yeah. You've heard that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that is, they call that a damn lie. Ooh. A damnable lie. How come? Why? It what? guarantees that that seven percent guarantees a future income amount should you annuitize. So basically, they're saying if you have a million dollars when you annuitize it, they'll give you seven percent a year on that money. But they neglect to mention that part of that seven percent when you annuitize is your own money coming okay, back. Okay, now this is always this seems like that's to me the crux because when people hear that, what they think is they're going to make. Seven mm-hmm. percent a year on their money. That's the takeaway. Oh, I'm making seven percent. That's what they hear. Fascinating. Not, though. Yeah. That's what makes these you know a damnable lie because they're using misleading tactics to get people to buy these. And I love this one. A variable annuity cannot lose money. A variable annuity? Yeah. Oh, variable. it has a floor. Okay. Yeah. No, it's a lie. Total lie. Variable annuities can lose money. It's not an index annuity. They're invested in mutual funds. They can lose money, but you have to sometimes buy insurance, a writer yeah. to protect your cash value at any given time. Finally, a lot of insurance agents will say that the Insurance Guarantee Association of your state is the same as the FDIC. Wait, is that isn't a the FDIC like the federal government? Yeah. Uh-huh. And isn't the other bunch a bunch of insurance companies? Yeah. Uh huh. Yes. Are they the same? Equate those two? No. No, that's a lie. Some of the state guarantee associations are not particularly flush. Each state is different, and there have been losses in annuities. So, yeah. Okay. I'm not the only one. I know. So the the ones that resonate for me out of all this is the. 7% 7% you mentioned, but also when you go through them, and you wrote a great article about this a few years ago when you actually tested all of the various indexes and the amount of the, each one you get, um, the complexity. I mean, it's just so doggone. These things are so complex that to pull them apart, to understand really what you own, you, you also said this a few minutes ago, I don't think most of the people selling them understand the product. They sell it because I think they're expected to, and I think many of them believe they're a good product for people, and they make a lot of money doing it. But they don't understand all of the nooks and crannies of these things, which are so very, very, it's a labyrinth, I think, very, very difficult to understand. They are designed specifically. They really are. No, they, they consciously design these to baffle you with BS. That they they hope that no one ever reads the disclosure, and even if they do, they know you're not likely to understand it. Tom and Don are talking real money. In medicine, a second opinion might save your life. With investing, a second opinion might save your future. The trick is getting one without a high-pressure sales pitch. 
Well, I'm Don McDonald, and if you've been listening to Talking Real Money, you know that our goal is to help everyone create a brighter future by investing and managing money better. That's why, in addition to helping everyone on our show and podcast, we are also committed to making our 100% fiduciary advisors at Appella available to help everyone make the best financial decisions based on science. So if you're being pitched a financial product or a system, make sure you get a second opinion with no cost, no obligation, and no annoying sales pitch by going to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. That's 800-386-3004 or TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Our phone number here is 855-935-TALK. You can call us on Saturdays and we can talk live because we're uh, in the studio from noon to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern, 855-935-TALK. Or you can call at any time and leave a question. Or you can leave your questions or type in your questions at TalkingRealMoney.com on the contact form. Lots of ways to ask questions and get answers because that's what we like to do. We want to help you out, but we also want to tell you the... The truth. And if that means throwing some concepts uh, under the bus, tilting at uh, windmills, uh, uh, poking sacred cows, whatever metaphor you want to use. Anyway, uh, kick a dog. Anyway, punch a doggy, I guess would be what it is. Punch a doggy? I hope it's a doggy and not a doggy. I don't know. Not not a doggy. Not like your dog. Like a doggy. Doggy like a cow. That's what I'm talking about. But all right, just want to make sure I don't want the answer. Right now, we're going to get the pro crypto people and the insurance agents after us, and I don't want uh, (laughs) dog lovers next. No, no, because we're both dog lovers. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I mean, and what you're alluding to here is another one of those. Well, okay, let me ask you a question. If I say hedge fund, what does that mean to you? I think the night. In Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, Shrubbery. hedge fund. Yeah. I want a two-level oh, oh, two yeah. effect. Yeah, okay, two-level yeah. effect. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, think, I think high rollers. I think yeah. pension right. funds. That's I think right. uh, Harvard and Yale and yep. Stanford. and They get yeah. to use all the tricks that, that you and I don't use. You know, like right. They, they're smarter than we are. They, are. they have shows written about them like Billions. Market trade, uh, macro trading, multi-strategy, option-based arbitrage, relative value arbitrage, systematic trend, global-focused merger arbitrage. Those are pretty cool terms. Yeah, good luck really. doing any of them. I mean, well, here's, so I mean, it was a few years back when. Remember when the 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 thing was? Well, yeah, we're going to now make this available to. We hate it, but we're going to make it available to the average investor, you know, like right. Tom and Don, like this average people. Yeah, uh-uh. we're, re- we're uh, really, we're really average. Yeah. And so, <laughs> well, somebody's got to bring down the average. I mean, so the whole thing was, okay, we'll make these kind of funds, long, short equity, relative value, all these things available to the public because, wow, you really need them. And it turns out that, I mean, by the way, it makes a lot of money for the people operating them. This is from a study uh, from Derek Horstmeyer, who's an academic, and uh, they he, they went back and looked at the returns of these those various things I just mentioned. But let's start with the expense ratio. Now, as you may remember, the expense ratio is how much the fund charges you each and every year, whether you make money or not. Right. That's yeah. there. They they rake that out right up front. They're just taking <laughs> that out ahead of you. And as you know, we like funds that you know charge. I don't know. 
point two, point one, you know, like yeah, two a tenths bit of, money. of a percent, yeah, a quarter you. of a percent, yeah. three tenths of a percent, maybe. And if May, you maybe your... maybe four tenths in a very specialized case, yeah, but okay, fair enough. Uh, in this case, very special opportunity, the merger arbitrage fund uh, on average the expense ratio one point seven three. One point seven. That's way above point two. Yeah, turns out relative value arbitrage one point five nine, which I don't even know what that means. Uh, macro trading, sure, one point four event driven, one point seven four global focused, one point four. You get the idea here. Yes, but they're cheaper than the regular big boy hedge funds. I was getting to that in a minute. I was yeah. thinking, wait, how long until Harvard calls them up and says, "Wait, you're charging us two and twenty, and the regular old folks can get the same thing for one point seven four? The answer, the answer will be in a meeting. Well, no, shh, don't tell the regular folks, but <laughs> you're getting the better fund than they are. <sighs> yeah, that's right. You're getting the inside because apparently that would be important because according to uh, Dr. Horst Meyer's uh, research, the returns have been basically less than the Standard Poor's 500. So you could just own that at, well, you can own that for almost nothing now. Well, that's just, wait, that's a brilliant idea. So charge more and give them less. <laughs> There's a business there somewhere. Sounds like uh, uh, sounds like a wonderful business model. And the volatility really not too much different either, which you would expect. You'd get, you'd think one or the other. They'd be saying this is a low vol, you know, low volatility fund, or uh, you're going to get a higher return, one or mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. I mean, hedge funds have always pitched themselves as you're making more and less volatility. Right. Which we know from... Warren Buffett's uh, bet, that didn't turn out true because they lost the S&P 500 over a 10-year period. So, you then mentioned... why, 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 why Expensive. do the big institutions keep buying hedge funds? I hope springs eternal. Setting an example that is not particularly good for the little guys. No, for us, us little people. No, I mean, um, they keep pitching these products. And this is not something we think you need. This is not something you should buy, nor should you buy Bitcoin ETFs, nor should you buy index annuities. Is there anything actually they could buy that would be good for them? Anything not on today's say? edition. This no. is this is the no. no. This is today Don is the no episode. <laughs> this is my mantra show. No, no, no. Do not do any of those things. Do, no, this is the no show. That's okay. what I'm going to call it. The that no is what I'm going to name this episode of the podcast. No the show? No Show. Yeah, well, we're doing well so far. So, again, uh, I appreciate the the work. This was in the Wall Street Journal, for those of you who want to read it, because uh, it took a lot of work to pull this together. They went through all these funds. Oh, by the way, in addition to the high expense ratio, some of them have uh, upfront and back-end fees, too, just in case paying that uh, oh, really? 1.74 wasn't enough. Where Where do you get these funds? How do you buy them? You know, that is a great question to which I, because there are no tickers give, in here. Yeah, no give tickers. me the name of one of them. I want to look uh, it up. They don't even have the name of the name of the operators because this was a look at the entire, I mean, so uh, well, type in no mer fun. merger ar arbitrage uh, mutual fund because um, they're just talking about, they're talking about all these alternatives and they don't give any uh, specific um, tickers. Huh. If you're an investor looking for a fund that Let's may see. have risk Oh, okay, return, here. I yeah. found one. ProShares. Okay. Of course, they would have one. ProShares Merger Arbitrage Strategy ETF. 
All right. Let's see. Okay. And the symbol. Oh, now I got a symbol. This is okay, very here good. Go. Yeah. Hold on. Now I could look it up if Morningstar works fast, which they don't. Oh, faster than before. <laughs> the symbol is, come on, Morningstar, MRGR, I believe, MRGR. which makes sense. MRGR. Merger. Merger. Yeah. Okay. Uh, very, very slow loading uh, page I'll, I'll for Morningstar. You think mine will be slow because uh, the, the office the, is about 40 degrees? Oh, well, because so. it's an ETF, the expense ratios are much better. There you go. Only 0.75. Okay. So we're saving a little bit there. So we're saving a little bit because it's an ETF. It uh, has been around. God, Morningstar, are you guys listening? Your site is so slow. The 10 year return. Uh, 10 years, average return, 1.52%. So 1.5 a year for the last 10 years? Yes, sir. Yeah, wow. 1.52. Um, it doesn't fluctuate much. So they are, it's not volatile. It is really stable. Uh, but it's um, it's not particularly lucrative for your, basically your fees are half of what your average annual return is. So if it wasn't for the fees, you'd make a whopping two and a quarter. So you if you really want to support ProShares, how much is in this? I'm, I just found the fund myself here. Uh, I'm trying to see. Well, again, if you're Morningstar, you can, uh, they're so slow. <laughs> My Morningstar better than your Morningstar. Oh, yeah, the like... standard deviation on these things, Tom, yeah. the measure of oh, volatility, 3.3. .3. So this is not a place... But think about that. So you want to make very little money. Well, why not just buy a bond fund for Sounds like nothing? Like yeah. I don't know. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Um, I Actually, I looked it up. BND uh, yes. made a little more over 10 years. But bear in mind, BND had a really terrible year in there, which the hedge yeah. fund did not uh, have. Yes. Uh, but BND does have a higher standard deviation, seven. So then that the, hedge fund other. is that hedge fund is super low volatility. But to me, doesn't it seem like an awful lot of work to get a return that is pretty much the same as bonds? Yeah, I, exactly. And the question is, why would you do it as the operator, and why would you do it as the owner? But as the operator, for if your expense ratio is one plus, well, there's pretty much the profit motive there to do it. Uh, but yeah. for the investor, not so much. No, I agree. We're big fans of of the. Um, we love to to blow kisses your way. By kisses, we mean keep it simple, stupid. Thank you. We really truly believe in the kiss strategy. That <laughs> the more complex something is, the worse it's going to be. In terms of investing, it, 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 there's a reason for the complexity, and 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 it's generally never an upside. It's almost always a downside. It's either additional risk or really high fees or or something that is going to detract from your return. There is really only one free lunch in the entire world of investing, Tom. Low fees. Oh, I thought you were going to say retire meat. That's not there free. Is, that's not a free lunch because you got to pay for it. The only people who are going to get it free are the online people. 
and they don't get a sandwich. But the people who pay for retire meat, yeah. Not only do they get, what are we having for breakfast this year? Do, yeah, do we know? It's a nice spread of some kind. I don't know. It's good stuff. Oh, okay. So there's breakfast. It's not like the one year where they messed up and gave us the eggs and bacon and all that stuff. It's not fancy like that. That was a good year. That was a very good year. <laughs> like, we didn't order this. Okay, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll eat it. We're not going to argue. Uh, you get no, breakfast. Nice. You get, you get breakfast. Uh, a really yes. nice box lunch, which I mm. like box lunches. You know, you go to conferences that serve lunch, like a lunch, and you go, Oh my gosh, that chicken was like a lump of coal. You know, <laughs> they do a nice job at Maidenbauer. So, so they do a stuff. nice box lunch, and mm-hmm. if you sign up early, you get all of that. Think about this for a minute. If you sign up early, you get for for one person, you get breakfast, lunch, and an all day education for twenty dollars. Oh, deal. but wait, there's more. No, what what more? No, because I think the other deal's off the table now. Are you bringing Is it up off the, the mug table? thing? I get, maybe it's through this weekend. I thought it was through remember. this. I thought it was okay. through All right. next week. All right, I'll go ahead. I'll go with you for Retire Me Ten, which is coming up on February twenty fourth. If you order tickets this weekend, this is it. It's all That's over. Before wait, we better give them a date. Yeah, I think it's the fourteenth. Um, before no. the end of the day, the fourteenth. Today's the 13th. yeah, but then wait. Okay. Oh, you're right because this is being heard. We're talking about the local people who are attending. This is this is the so the fourteenth of January mm-hmm. is the drop dead deadline That's it. for you. You got to order before the end of that day to come and see Tom and Don and Kevin Peterson about Medicare and Tina Hall about housing and Herb Weisbaum about consumer stuff and Paul Merriman and Beth Daniel on the stage Weston Wellington from Dimensional all there and the breakfast and the lunch and you can do it all at Retire Meet. Dot com. That's M-E-E-T, right? Yes, that's correct. Meet, as in get together. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if there's like lunch meats involved or something. Or why well, there are lunch meats way? in the sandwiches. Okay. So sign up. Join and us. We'd I, love to see I you. particularly like the roast beast, but that's just me. And you're getting veggie this year. I already lined it up for you. Well, the, I mean, because the last time they had like that really nice, I think it was a horseradish mayo oh, on it. Tasty. You're getting me oh, going now. Yeah, and a okay. little cheddar. I think there was even cheddar. Because, you know, cheddar, roast beef, and that... Mm, mm, mm. The opinions and views expressed on this podcast were current on the date recorded. Opinions, estimates, forecasts, and statements of financial market trends that are based on current market conditions constitute our judgment and are subject to change without notice, including any forward-looking estimates or statements which are based on certain expectations and assumptions. Although information and opinions given have been obtained from or based on sources believed to be reliable, no warranty or representation is made as to their correctness, completeness, or accuracy. Information presented on the podcast is not personalized investment advice from Appella Wealth. The views and strategies described may not be suitable for everyone. This podcast does not identify all the risks, direct or indirect, or other considerations which might be material to you when entering any financial transaction. Past performance does not guarantee future results, and profitable results cannot be guaranteed. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. The podcast is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Wealth, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Please see Appella Wealth's ADV Part 2A on our website for information regarding Appella's fees and services. Appella Capital, LLC, DBA Appella Wealth, is an investment advisory firm registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The firm only transacts business in the states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration with the SEC or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Appella does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing either stated or implied here should be inferred as providing such advice. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and important disclosure related to performance of any specific index or fund quoted in this podcast. And the lawyers get richer.